Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Smashbox TV's podcast 402. Terry Miller, the disc golf guy, alongside Johnny V. How are you doing today, Terry Miller? It's gorgeous outside. It was... I was I was this close to going... To, to considering going to league. I wasn't that close to going, but to considering going until my wife had to go to some school meeting and I was at home with the kids. And Yeah, it like was that. definitely warm here in Wisconsin. Yesterday, we were treated with a pretty nice day. Today, almost a bit on the hot side. I mean, it pushed like 86, 90 degrees, uh, somewhere in that neighborhood out in Pewaukee today. Ooh, we didn't get it, nearly that warm yeah, here. We were, like, was, we were like perfect, like 75. Oh, no, no, no. So, yeah, it, it was mid to high 80s in Wisconsin and what is it? May 10th. So which is well deserved considering how crappy it's been <laughs> up until about two days ago. Yeah, well, it's uh, we'll see. And tomorrow it could be 30 for all we know. And of course, that's it's not going to so be. much like springtime. <laughs> um, but glad you guys could join us tonight. May 10th, a very special day. There's a ton of birthdays within the disc golf community, but there's one in particular that has decided to spend some of his birthday time with us. And uh, we're great, very grateful for him to be doing so. And we're very grateful to be catching up with him and hearing things are going. We're going to get right to it. Welcoming in on his 50th birthday, Mr. Johnny McRae. How you doing, buddy? Happy birthday. Thank you very much. I'm doing great. Unbelievable. You've, better? Yeah, you've been on a wild ride and journey. And, and of course... Uh, I know you guys have been very public and uh, have very much put out there what's been happening on your journey, but we wanted to take the time to catch up with you and hear it directly from you and, and not only how things are going, but maybe if you don't mind, can we can we backtrack a little and tell us about you know some of the early goings and what you experienced and what you were diagnosed with and, and what all officially went down? Okay, yeah, I uh, had a heart attack and uh, passed away for four minutes. And everything happened. It was uh, certainly on God's time. I was uh, playing in a tournament in Orlando, Florida. And uh, I was uh, 
I can remember this specifically, but I was on hole 10 and Johnny McMillan came up to me. He goes, you're winning the tournament already. And I was like, I was like, well, I feel like I'm dying. And literally I played one more hole and I caught up to the group ahead of us. And uh, at that point it had already started going down my left arm and it was like almost to my elbow, the numbness, and then it started going over my chest. And I kind of, I kind of realized what was going on at that point that I was, I might've been having a heart attack. And uh, we caught up to the group ahead of us. And luckily Jeremy Drake, a doctor was on the, on the card ahead of us. And I almost sat down in his lap at the, at the bench where we were at. And I started telling him, and as soon as I said anything to him, he went to his bag and pulled out his phone. and was like, we're calling an ambulance. And, uh, literally I, uh, got wheeled off into an ambulance and, uh, they were, ha- were having trouble finding my uh, pulse and uh, put, got it to the, ho- to the uh, not hotel, to the hospital, and uh, literally wheeled me into the ER, and less than two minutes later, I died. And uh, I, was, I guess I was dead for four minutes. My heart stopped, and uh, so they went right into surgery, and they put two, three stints in me that day. And then I had a little bit more complications a couple of weeks later and they ended up putting a defibrillator in my chest. Now I got a machine in me and, uh, yeah, I'm alive and it's been a long road. I'm, uh, about 15 days from my cardiologist appointment that hopefully I get released for, for full activity and which is super exciting. And, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Just in time for grandmasters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I <don't>, you know <laughs> so i i mean clearly you've had a long history of playing disc golf just about forever you've experienced a lot of different feelings sensations and probably even aches and pains how did you know that this one was so much different oh i uh i didn't really i mean i never and i guess heart disease happens in my family I'm it's hereditary and uh you know I didn't, didn't ever think it was going to be me but uh especially at being a 49 still uh I, w- I wasn't expecting it and uh when it first happened that morning felt like uh, I had like pulled a muscle on the top of my left shoulder it was like way up top here it wasn't even over my chest plate or anything and then uh as we started I that was like the, I don't know it was pretty cold for Seems like in Florida, December or February is always cold, one of the coldest months here. And so it was pretty cold out, and I was uh, putting on a jacket, taking it off to throw, and then putting it back on, and I warmed up, and it was cold. I was sitting in the car, and we got ready to start, and first hole I threw a shot, and I was like, oh, man, I feel like I pulled a muscle up there. And it just uh, slowly started getting going further down the back of my arm, that's when it started to worry me a little bit. And uh, as soon as it started going over my chest, I kind of kind of felt like that's what it was. But after I talked to Jeremy Drake, that was the doctor that I talked to, who was on the cart ahead of me, He uh, he's the one who called the ambulance. And uh, yeah, it was sure enough a heart attack. It, have you had any conversations uh, it was right around within a literally a few days um, that uh, Jim Oates, Jim Oates, yeah, out in the West Coast 
had uh, I don't want to just say something similar. He had uh, 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 something with his heart, I, and I don't want to downplay <laughs> or, or remember exactly what it was. But I mean, it was in it was that a same heart attack. Yeah, it was in that same general area. Did you guys have any conversations? And I mean, I know you've probably known each other for quite some time. Was there any conversations that you guys have had uh, back then or since then? Oh yeah, we've been talking a lot <laughs> since then. Uh, I'm uh, we've been watching each other's journey, and uh, yeah, I'm really proud of Jim. He's doing great, and uh, yeah, so we've been talking a lot actually. Uh, and w- if you can, how what what did he go through versus what you went through? How did how are they similar, or how do they overlap, or not at all? So they actually cut into his chest, where they uh, went through a artery on me to put the stents in and then uh they went back later when i was having the trouble through a vein and that's how they found out i was having more complication with my heart and that's when they put the defibrillator in that was on uh, the 20th of february so it was and he had a bypass so i believe they cut into his chest and they only cut open my skin and stuck the machine in me besides putting the stents in through the artery okay and you know i i remember thinking to a post that jen had made that uh she said she had to take away your phone because you were getting inundated with so many so much outpouring of love and kindness and and people wishing you you know well wishes and whatnot uh, what has that been like just being sidelined in general you're so active you're you know you're the guy we look to as like the the timeless ageless wonder in disc golf What's that been like being sidelined for the last few months? Oh, it's been tough. I tell you, I, uh, I have been very active my whole life and, uh, it's been tough to sit still and not get out and try to do something. Lately, I've been released to do some putting in the yard and, uh, for about a month now. So, my, uh, that's been good. And just recently they told me I could start trying to throw, but I've been like putting on a sling and then putting a ace band, couple ace bandages around me to hold my arm still. Cause with this defibrillator in me, I set, it has to, uh, my body has to adhere to it. It's almost like setting tile on the ground. Like you wouldn't step on it right away. This is the same way it has to set. So I wasn't able to move my left arm and lift. I'm still not supposed to lift anything over five pounds. So, so I'm still kind of on restriction a little bit, but, uh, it's, uh, it's been amazing. The outpour and love from the community has <laughs> been super great. I didn't know I was loved so much. <laughs> well, you should. You should know that. Yeah. I mean, you've been around for so long. I mean, we, Terry and I, we, I mean, we remember meeting you back. Well, we were in college, but we were all <laughs> a lot younger back then and watching you try to hit the bottom of the water tower. And you've, you're such a traveled guy. You have, to, I mean, I guess it's hard to realize step outside of yourself a little bit to see what the community really thinks of you. But I mean, obviously from the outpouring that we've seen, you know that you're uh, a beloved member of the community and we've seen a lot of things like your sponsor stepped up very big and, and did some special discs for you. Is that right? Oh yeah. They, uh, they did a few more than a, more than one. And, uh, <laughs> even other companies have helped out. I mean, uh, EV seven stepped up big for me, Phil. And, uh, it's been a it's been amazing. A lot of companies have, and uh, a lot of people have donated to different different uh, 
charity events for me and ran charity events all over the country from Wisconsin, you guys' home state, mm-hmm. to Las Vegas, Johnny Ray, and Texas, and New Mexico, and all over the place. It's been amazing, really. It really is. It's uh, definitely heartwarming. Helped heal my heart, everybody's mm-hmm. prayers. It's been great. I really, I've really been feeling the love. Well, you should. And, and, you know, to follow what Johnny V was just saying, us, you know, anyone that's talked to you for more than two minutes, you know, feels that love and that Frisbee family and that vibe and the, and the sweet kindness and generosity that you and your wife, you know, bring to the table, to the course every single day. But then on top of all of those amazing things that you're doing and you're being as a human, you then step onto the course. And like I said, you, in addition to all of that, you're this ageless wonder when it comes to your skill set. And I think you continue to, you've continued to just blow people away with how is the, how is this old guy, as they might say, how is this old guy hanging with or beating still throwing so many four, 400 plus and <laughs> whooping up on us. Yeah. Just people, you know, it, it's just, you've been the complete package of so many people and uh, it's just, you've been such an inspiration. And so everybody's rallying around, you know, the recovery and the process that you're going through where I, I, I saw you posting you said, you're going to figure out this forehand thing, huh? Is, is, uh, is, is that the plan? Uh, it work on other parts of your game slowly, but surely. And, and, uh, you know, how does this reassess your skill set? Well, yeah, uh, I've been working on, you know, a little standstill forehands and stuff. And, uh, feel like it's getting a lot better you know i can use it for up shots when i want to now i can and uh so i feel pretty positive about that you know i still haven't thrown any shot you know for 450 or nothing anything like that yet but uh i uh i plan on getting there and uh i feel like uh yeah working on some new things trying to get better you know just like anybody would i would think i would hope (laughs) and uh it's uh it's been a very hard journey, but it's uh I'm happy, I'm still happy to, I'm so happy to be alive and just being here today. I'm really happy you guys had me on. It's a it's a great opportunity and I thank you very much. Well, of course. Now, uh, I guess now you're you're again you're playing a very different role that you're not on camera as one of our elite players and instead you're on the outside looking in at what professional disc golf has done here in 2022 the disc golf pro tour the merge of course you know the official merger of the nt and the pro tour to make the elite series we've got one major which i know you know we we had some shout outs and sent love your way uh from wr jackson and we know how much you love that course how well you've performed at that course i talked about that in the press conference um so all of those feels and vibes which just gave me chills as i said it all of those things but again you're a, you've been a spectator so Tell us what you've seen as a spectator of disc golf. It's been awesome, actually. It's been a it's been a pleasure to watch and uh, watch everybody do great things. I was super happy for how the way the whole season started. A lot of new guys up the top. Uh, Luke Humphreys, for one, it was awesome seeing him doing so good and mm-hmm. super happy for him. And then watching Simon doing great at the DDO just couple weeks ago was i was rooting for him and it was it was really great i was i mean the coverage looks amazing looks really really good and uh 
got a young kid from my hometown, Kevin Kiefer, and he's doing really good. It's been great following and watching everybody. I've been sitting there watching the scores and watching the videos. It's, uh, it's pretty neat. You know, I, uh, of course I, it's making me itch to get back out there. I can, I can definitely tell you that, you know, I feel like, I feel like, uh, I could, uh, I'm feel like I need to get back out there. Yeah. So, and is it ever like, a any of your friends and your friends with so many people, but I think of a Patrick Brown or a Kevin Kiefer, you know, these guys are a Simon you're watching. You're like, what is he doing? Why is he going that route? I mean, like you're qualified to second guess what people are doing on the course because you're so good and you know, the courses I mean, and you might, have the skills. He might not have missed a DDO after looking at all the wins. Yeah, I'll say true. that. <laughs> but do you find yourself like, you know, like you just said, rooting, but do you also find yourself second guessing someone or, or in disbelief that somebody just threw OB and that you couldn't believe how they did it? Like, again, you have such a different perspective right now. Uh, I tell you, I was, uh, TDing at the Am World last year, mm. and I got to caddy for a really good friend of mine who plays uh, Am Seventies, and uh, I was more second guessing him uh, on a couple <laughs> shots that he threw during the final nine. To be honest with you, <laughs> but uh, no, I, uh, you know these guys are all so good, and uh, you know I'm, I I haven't really felt like why'd you do that during during any of the Pro Tour events or anything like that, but. Definitely at the M Worlds, I was thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to ask if you're watching all these guys, and and you are the you are the best uh, judge of your own skill set right now. How long is it going to take you to get back into competing shape so you can compete with these guys? I have no doubt that you could probably step in and within maybe by the end of the year if you're cleared up and compete with MP40, which I. I possible but do you think you can step right in by the end of the year or are you going to wait till next year to compete with the uh the open division again no i have to i have to get back this year i mean it's been a goal of mine since i was 25 years old to compete till i was 50 in the open division so i feel like i definitely have to get back in there and uh yeah i got plans i uh i've been able to throw a little bit like i said with my arms slung up and stuff and uh i only got 15 days left to uh, that doctor's appointment and then I'm going to, I'm going to get out there and I'm going to start working. I feel like I can do it. And, uh, I know that I will do it and I, you know, whether I compete, I'm, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying I'm going to win a, one of the <laughs> pro tour events or anything, but just to get back out there and play is going to be reaching one of my goals. But of course, I do want to do good. You know what I mean? That's just a competitor in me. But uh, I think that uh, once I get released, I'm going to be doing the work that I need to do to get back there. So I feel like uh, my time is coming and it's only it's only 16 days away. <laughs> uh, right now, and I know you're you're waiting for this official clearance. What percentage uh, on a scale of one to a hundred percent, a hundred percent means you, you felt as good as you've ever felt. Where do you feel you are right now? Like today sitting in that chair where, what percent wellness and, and overall health do you feel you're at out of a hundred percent? Well, I'm down 25 pounds. So I'm doing pretty good and I'm feeling pretty strong and I'm eating really healthy and I'm maintaining my weight, which is a good thing. And, uh, it's uh, I feel like I am a probably right now. I'm 
I'm about 86%, to be honest with you. That's the way I feel. And, uh, yeah, I've been doing what they tell me. And I, uh, like I said, it's just the whole lifting this left arm too high and stuff. I, uh, so that this leads this, they call it the leads, but there's like four corners on this machine on me. Then I feel like, I don't feel like it's moving around at all. I feel like it's pretty set in there. And, uh, like I said, I've been throwing a little bit and I feel like I'm gonna, as soon as they let me, I'm going to go out there and try to get the full follow through and see what happens. I know, you know, it's going to take me a little bit of practice and all that, but I'm in shape just like I always was. And I maybe even better shape, a little less round. And, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so I feel like, uh, I'm uh, actually signed up. I was, uh, I've been feeling so good. I signed up for the Masters Worlds in the 50 year old division and I signed up for the Open Worlds as well. So, you know, and I've got high hopes to make it to both of those and uh, perform at a very good rate. Well, I, I was going to say, being in the production side of it, I can almost guarantee you, if people are wondering, that the first event Johnny plays. He's going to be on a feature card. No, <laughs> yeah. seriously, everybody yeah, knows of it. Course. It will be a big story to have Johnny come back after, we'll call it an extended off season, <laughs> a little extra winter vacation, uh, and being able to see how uh, how he's playing. Are, are, are you are you looking forward to getting in front of a camera, Johnny? I am actually. I'm. Uh, I have a uh, still have a lot to give this sport, and uh, I think it's going to be a great thing. And I can't, I'm looking forward to it, honestly. I'm, uh, it's gonna, it's gonna happen. And like, like you were thinking maybe at the end of the year, I'm, I'm actually, uh, I've been pulling out of tournaments left and right because of this, you know, and, uh, and I didn't pull out of the Idlewild and I'm hoping to make it to that. I'm, I'm still, that's my goal to be back and play in the Idlewild. So, and that's in, uh, the first, for maybe the first or second weekend of July. So that's yep. pretty quick. Yeah, about uh, about two months away uh, in terms of Idlewild. And I was just thinking, uh, one, um, seeing you in, in in Peoria would be great to see you at the Pro Masters, you know, the, the age-protected worlds. But then, I mean, maybe to your advantage, you uh, will see worlds played almost as late as ever. This is the second latest Pro Worlds has ever been played. It'll be the week of Labor Day, so that's as late as it could be, which, again, works out in your advantage and just more time to heal. And you're returning to a place where you left a world champion back in 2016 uh, on that same property and those same same courses that you know very well. So it kind of feels like a pretty, I don't know, a serendipitous homecoming of sorts to, uh, you know, to see you back out there, hopefully at the Pro Worlds come September in uh, in Emporia. Absolutely. Being a part of the Trilogy family, too, is uh, definitely a place I was uh, really hoping to make it to the DDO. Actually, I, I wanted to play, of course, but that wasn't possible. But uh, so I, I still wanted to go, but the doctors advised me against it so uh i was but i still wanted to be there i really did but uh and uh the wind thing that johnny said earlier i'm actually from florida which it's a windy place here and uh i'm a wind player so <laughs> i was uh i, I love the wind you're like, oh, let me at it. I'll show those guys how to do it. I can only imagine watching the some of the players lay up from like 30 feet and Johnny's pulling his beard out like, no, I can hit that. I swear to God, I can. <laughs> I was definitely probably the right decision at some point. I saw Ricky doing it too. And uh, yeah, it's a 
I'm sure that it was the right decision, you know, but, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, saw a video, uh, where you were shooting Calvin earlier this year at the grand Canyon and you were talking to him about low power shots straight, you know, throwing those low shots. And, uh, he was, I heard him say, you, you should ask Johnny McRae. He does it all the time. <laughs> and that's basically the way you do it. That, I mean, you just like ball golfers do it. You keep it lower in the wind, you know, and that's, uh, Maybe that's I'm giving away the secret, but yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the best way to keep it in bounds. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, you know, I think about the ace you had a few years ago at New World specifically, you know, hole two or three. And, you know, that's what, 350, 360, a low line drive, you know, to get there uh, on that particular shot and, and with a low ceiling. And I just, right you know, I, I think of that as a, such a classic shot. Uh, of yours, you know, and attribute uh, that type of shot to you. So yes, all the props. Uh, good to see people like Kelvin and and others recognizing and always giving the props, you know, where due uh, for our you know people that have been doing it for quite some time. It's awesome. Um, World championships. Uh, does does one mean so much more than another? I mean, because you've you know got uh, age protected world titles, but yet we know you're a fierce competitor that can hang in open. Do you feel like you know? Dare I ask? Does a does a, a age protected first place feel that much better or worse than say a third place in open? I mean, are, and can, could those even be compared in any way? You know, I was uh, at, I, when I I won the Masters Worlds in 2016, and the following year at 2017 in Augusta, I did get third, and that felt incredible. To be honest with you, it was uh, I was uh, Ricky ran away with it the last mm-hmm. round, but uh, maybe the last two rounds, but uh, it was uh, definitely I was in the, I was in the fight, and uh, it was uh, I felt really good about how what I was doing there. And I know nobody has won a age protected <laughs> division world championship and then won an open one. So that'd be a tall task, but you know, you know, guy can dream. <laughs> I, hey, yeah. Phil, uh, Phil Arthur was trying to do the same. I think back to what he did in uh, what, 20, 2011 and 20 or 2011 and 2012, somewhere in that neighborhood, he won age protected and the next year came back and played an open. I'm like, <laughs> And he's like, "Yeah, this is what I want to do." And and you're you're looking to to perform the same tall task. And if there's anyone that can do it, you know, you two are both in very elite classes that actually have that opportunity and the skill sets to be able to do so. Have have you have you connected with any other non tour golfers uh, specifically over the last couple of months? Uh, just anyone that maybe you didn't, you probably wouldn't have had communication with or, you know, people that have reached out that are, you know, not necessarily on the tour, but have, um, you know, you've been able to catch up with. Has there been any of those? Oh, yeah. Hundreds and hundreds. It's uh, <laughs> with this uh, heart healthy page that we've been putting out there and sharing this journey. You know, it's a uh, it's been extremely extremely enlightening on how many people we've helped uh just uh just two days ago we had a friend go in for a heart surgery and he went to the doctor because of all this and he actually went in on like three days ago and two days ago he was having surgery so it's been amazing how many people that were helping and it's great it's a great feeling it's uh it's been super great to share everything with everybody and people going to get checked my my brothers my family my friends 
people that I've known as I've torn and as I've toured around, they've gone and got checked. It's been amazing to help people and they send me messages all the time and it's <laughs> really makes me feel good. Good. It should. Now, I was going to say, you sound like you're following doctor's orders. You're down 25 pounds. Uh, everything looks great. Has there been anything you've uh, maybe not listened to your doctor about? Maybe a, a snack here or there that he doesn't recommend? What's been your little... Uh, you cheating, Johnny? You, you cheating at all, Cutting Johnny? Any corners? Or, 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 are you, or are you following to the letter of the law? I have, haven't had a soda. I was drinking six to... 10 sodas a day. I haven't had a soda since February 5th. I uh, haven't had any chocolate. I'm, I'm sticking to the plan. I'm, I, uh, me and the wife have been, she's lost a bunch of weight too. And, uh, this Mediterranean diet is really good for you. And, uh, it's, it's grown on me. I, uh, I was actually never even from Florida. I haven't really, I wasn't really a fish guy and all I'm eating now is chicken and fish. So it's, uh, it's been uh I've been I haven't been cheated at all. Actually today we did go to Longhorn for my birthday. It's pretty much the first time we've even eaten out. And uh Jen's been making my food and making sure it's all good and right. And uh so today we went and uh, you know, I still had chicken, but <laughs> but it was uh it was delicious, I tell you. <laughs> so I, I, so I we, love it. we've been eating we've been eating really good and uh I haven't cheated at all and I feel great. And uh I think that's part of why I am uh feel like i'm ready to get back and start trying to throw some big shots and everything it's uh it's been really good for me even though you know it wasn't good for me it's been good for me because uh i've learned a little self-control much better and uh i'm feeling healthier and i have in years to be honest with you uh and which is we love it and so i'll follow that up you've referenced it and it was it was filed somewhere to get asked tonight was uh, you've referenced the the page, the Facebook page and group that you guys started. I think I talked about it even a couple months ago here on the show briefly, but explain to everybody what it is, uh, what they could expect to find if they if they join or come across it on Facebook. What are you guys trying to uh, accomplish? And explain to everybody what it is and how they can find it. Um, it's on uh, the Facebook, and it's called uh, the Johnny McRae Heart Heart Update uh and more and <laughs> it's uh we've had we've had friends send not just heart things but other things that they're going through to help other people with uh their something that they might be noticing and stuff like that people from all over are sending different you know not just with heart but uh also with other things and uh so it's been great people sharing and uh people learning from each other and it's uh like I said, there's like I said earlier, the amount of people that have gone to the doctor because of this and have found out certain things, like even my brother and other people, you know, it's been a really amazing, and uh, I'm uh, super proud of that actually because we're helping people, and I mean, what else could I ask for to, than to help people with the stuff that happened to me? So hopefully, it doesn't happen to them. 
Yeah, and I, I apologize. I thought I was actually a member. I remember seeing it. I just joined it a second ago. Uh, over 1,100 members are in here and, uh, you know, tips, it looks like, on sharing lots of different things. I th- see everything from, like you said, updates to uh, uh, hydration to some other, um, you know, all sorts of really good things that are out here Maybe and available. Maybe you can dig for, there for some chicken recipes. I know. I was just going to say, <laughs> you're talking chicken. Uh, that's one thing I can get on board with all day long uh, is plenty of chicken. And I see some other recipes. I see some bananas and other things. So, uh, yeah, go out there and find it. I just linked to it in the YouTube uh, chat. So if you're following along in the YouTube chat and you're a Facebook type, you're welcome to uh, click on that and that'll bring you guys over to it. So I linked everyone to it for you guys. Um, So, of course, we know what kind of angels she's been out on the course and in and within your life uh jen i don't know if you can hear me or if you want to just say how's jen doing uh you know you guys are very much in this together and uh you know you guys are this amazing power couple out on the course um and she's going through it just as much as you are and then some so the question is how's she doing hi doing great (laughs) yeah she's she's always here and uh watching after me i i've that's the worst part about this whole thing was putting her through the stuff that she's had to see. It's uh cost her a lot of anxiety and stuff. And uh, so it's a, uh, that's the worst part about it all is what I've had to put her through. And uh, she, she was standing right there when I, when I passed out in the, and died in the uh, ER and uh, she's been there through it all. She's uh she's for the first month and a half, two months, almost this whole time she's been, she can hardly sleep because she sits there and li- listens to me breathe while I'm sleeping. And it's been tough on her too. So it's, uh, she's finally, uh, I, I try to tell her, you know, if I got this thing in me now, if something's going to happen, it's going to go off and help me. So you need to get your rest. I've been trying to beat that into her, which she still finds it hard. You know, she's, she worries cause she got, she had to see all that, you know? So it's, uh, it's something that I wanted her to see, but, well, it's it's like it. He's like a newborn again, you know. When you first have that first baby, you you bring it home and you put it in the crib. And I swear to God, you check it every hour to make sure it's breathing. You're like, is it still? It's in the crib. Wait, is it? Yep. Okay, yeah, and all good, all good. Okay, <laughs> maybe I can get like ten minutes of sleep. I'm sure that's the same way she felt about you, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. She put a mirror under the nose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and uh, Jen, I know both of you guys have had gone through some loss and hardship within your families and, and everything else. And then, and then to have this on top of it, um, I know you guys have struggled through quite a few things, but here you are coming out on top and, and, uh, just coming out that much stronger and, and healthier, healthier and closer and everything else together. And, um, it's, I just know that it, I recognize, and I know the rest of the world does, just the uh, incredible power and angel that you've been in this whole process, um, you know, to be there with Johnny and every step of the way. And, and you're, you're working on everything of your own um, and things that are thrown at you and, and everyone's thinking of you as well uh, through all of it. It's probably just been an exhausting journey. Thank you. It has been, it's been, uh, I don't ever want to go through it again. <laughs> it was, it was tough to see your loved one go through something like that. It was, it was really hard. And are you fair to say you're ready to get back on the road again? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I get so not jealous or envious, but uh, I miss it. I do miss it. I don't even know if you can see me. There you go. Yeah, you go. Um, I do miss it, but 
it's okay. Things happen for a reason. And um, it's maybe just to help other people. We had to go through it to help others. So. Yeah, and you, you always have tried to provide as much positivity as the world can take, uh, and it can always take more from you. So just know that that it continues to ooze uh, among all of us. Some receive it, I think, better than others, but if you keep putting it out there, it uh, at least has the opportunity to seep into other people's pores and uh, the places that ne- they need it the most as well. So uh, keep keep doing it because we love it and looking forward to seeing you out on the road as well uh when when do you guys think you'll both be at the what's the next event that you realistically will be at and competing i know you said idlewild is that what you think will be your first one or will there be something smaller before that um there's actually i'm signed up for a smaller one before that but it's a kind of a still up in the air whether i'll be playing or not but uh it's a small, it's a B tier here in Florida, but, uh, I'm, a still, yeah, Melbourne open and I'm, I'm hoping to play, but, uh, it's, uh, like I said, it's still up in the air. It's all depends on, uh, the, how this goes on, uh, the 25th at the, at the cardiologist appointment. And I'm really feeling like it's going to go really well because everything that has been going really well so far. So, and, uh, we've, uh, it'll be our fourth trip to the cardiologist and uh everything's gone really good so far and i got a little this machine in me i got a thing that sits in my bedroom and it reads me every time i'm near it and sends it right to the doctor and we've talked to the doctor and he's he's told us that nothing bad has even shown up yet in all this time so let's let's go with never yeah (laughs) i'm gonna say and then uh so i feel like it's gonna be a great appointment on the 25th and uh i'm super excited about it and i can't wait to get out there and start practicing on some drives and working on getting that back a lot better so yeah uh someone had just asked is do you have any discomfort and i think this maybe will come with time but is there any discomfort when throwing um you you know you said you have to really uh baby your left arm and such right now but do you feel any other pain or discomfort in any way not at all not at all. I uh, have been putting for maybe just just over a month or so too, and uh, I go out in the backyard and putt, and uh, that feels good. And I've thrown a little bit with the sling on, and uh, haven't had any kind of pain or nothing like that, except for the fact that I'm I'm weaker and tireder, you know what I mean, from uh, not being able being out for some long. But uh, it's a uh, a lot of uh, legs and stuff like that or where I'm used to get my power from and all that. But we've been working on it. We've been we've been walking every night after dinner and uh, bike riding. Bike riding. And uh, so that's been helping out tremendously. Like I said, I'm feeling 86% is pretty good. And I feel like I'm healthier than I always was because I was uh, I was never – I already eat some chocolate and have a soda and go to bed every night. <laughs> and now that's hadn't happened in months. And I plan on not going back to it because uh, pretty much all I drink is water now. And uh, I uh, quite and don't really miss any of it. So I will say that the fatigue is definitely there a little more, but that'll go away in time. I feel. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Because I'll go out there and uh, once the doctor lets me and 
if I have any pain or aches or like that, I'm going to stop. But uh, if uh, if I don't, I'm going to push myself to get that strength and that uh, endurance back. And uh, like I said, I got high hopes to uh, be at Ida Wild and be able to play there. I haven't pulled out of that one yet. And uh, this uh, one in Florida, I hope to be there and I hope to play in that too, to be honest. But uh, we'll see how that goes. That's that's a lot little closer than Idlewild is, so it's a test. Well, It'll be a test for for Idlewild, though. So, well, and Jeff, Jeff with the Disc Golf Pro Tour has been very helpful. Um, we stay in communication with him if we can make an event or not, and he's been very, very open with us. The communication line has been wonderful. Good, so, good. That's well, very helpful. That that kind of leads to a question I was going to ask, and it can be take it as generic as you wish. Is there anything the disc golf community can be doing to further help you guys? Is there anything that you're in need of or assistance or just anything at all? Is there anything that the disc golf community can, can do to help you guys out? Um, just keep praying for me. That's, uh, that's the most powerful thing anybody could do for me. And I would still appreciate that of course. And, and Jim pray for Jim and, there's a few other disc golfers that have gone through some stuff since then. And so we keep praying for each other. And uh, I feel like that's the most powerful thing that any of us can do. And go get checked. Yeah. It's very easy. Go get a checkup. Yeah. Especially. Get some blood work done. Yeah. That that would make us very happy. Yeah. And, and along those lines, I know, and I'm not fully uh, aware of all the details, but I know a whole 10 on almost every pro tour event. We've had Eric, the early recognition is critical. And I know that's largely geared toward uh, cancer and getting yourself screened and checked for that. But just on a very generic level, as you're saying, you could get checked literally for anything and everything, you know, annual checkup of sorts, or or I was going to almost call it a maintenance checkup, but yeah, just an that's annual checkup. You know, and and whatever it might be, and and as we're all getting a little bit older, um, it it makes sense to uh, you know stay on top of those type of things. So I think that that Eric um, partnership we have, I think, is is doing a great job of just raising general awareness and maybe doing exactly what you're saying, Jen. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, Seth with Disc Golf Strong, he's been he's been helping me. We talk, we message back and forth, and. I've talked to him about a few of my ideas, and I think it's something we should implement. You know, just a simple blood pressure check before a round. Mm. Blood pressure is such a, if we had known about blood pressure prior to this, we would have known there might have been a problem. We didn't know. So Yeah, and to be fair, blood pressure is relatively easy to check too, isn't it? Go yep. to any Walmart, get it done for free. Right by the pharmacy. I bought a arm an arm cuff one for like $25 at a drugstore. We do blood pressure checks twice a day here. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, all great advice and things that, again, it's, I, I think one of the biggest takeaways and correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like is just don't ignore some of the subtle hints um, that you might be feeling or experiencing. Yeah. People have aches and pains and, you know, a lot of athletes out there, you know, really working their bodies. But if something is, you know, feels out of sorts, don't maybe necessarily just pass it off and at least have a conversation with someone like Seth at Disc Golf Strong. We now are in a position where Disc Golf has someone like Seth as a resource, at least use him as your first line and see if you may, you know, need to take it past him. 
Yes, he's very smart. Uh, (laughs) The knowledge I've learned from him is incredible. I mean, incredible. What are you most looking forward to other than the play about being on tour? Is it the people? Is it is it the the I mean, maybe not for you now, but like the restaurants, the going out, the camping. What what are you missing about the tour? The people, I'd say I I uh everybody praying for me and uh everything. I can't wait to get out there and as soon as somebody looks at me in the eye, I'm going to go up and give them a hug. So be ready, everybody. I'll, don't be don't, don't be scared of me. I'm just I just want to thank you and uh, I appreciate all you've done for me and uh, it's uh I'm uh, so grateful just to be alive and still be here. So it's uh it's awesome and the community is the definitely one of the best communities out there by far. Yeah, it's uh all like I said all over the place, all over the world. Yeah, it it you're right. And I mean, well, first of all, you might take my hugging title away if you're hugging everybody. But second of all, we use, you know, Frisbee family as a hashtag or as just a remark. And it's that culture. It's that feeling. It's the family reunion. It's the togetherness. You know, we have different teams and alignments and competition week in and week out. But at the end of the day, it's just a whole bunch of people traveling around throwing, you know, a piece of plastic through the air. And, and we have that, you know, brotherhood among us all. It's and sisterhood. It's it's truly incredible. It is. It is. It really is. All right, guys. Um, I, I know it's getting a little later here, especially you guys are on Florida time. Is there as an open floor uh, here on your 50th and just as a general checkup, is there anything else you want to leave us with before we let you go tonight? Um, I just want to thank everybody again for their prayers and their well wishes and their thoughts and uh, definitely their donations that have helped. I mean, it's been incredible the amount that uh, people have helped and wanted to get a hold of me and come visit. And it's a, uh, it's very heartwarming and I really appreciate it all. And I hope to spread the love of disc golf and of God and of everything that uh, we can do to help people to get healthier and get checked and keep on top of their health is uh, something that we want to do. And uh, I feel like that's maybe why I'm still here. And uh, that's uh, what we want to do. And, we want to help everybody. And message us if you have questions, concerns. I mean, we've gone through a lot. <laughs> Send us a message. We love to talk to everybody. All right. Well, uh, I don't need to say it for the hundredth time, and the rest of the board has already continued to say it, and thousands around the world have said it that we we love that you're on the mend. We love that you're you're with us and spreading all that positivity, both of you. Inspirational uh, the, is what the, people are yeah, saying. Yeah, the healing and then the and then just overall, yeah, the the final word is just inspiration to all of us, and uh, we really love and appreciate all of it. Keep fighting the good fight, and we're looking forward to that uh, that tournament, whether it's Florida or Idlewild or wherever. But you know, we're gonna see you on a future feature card, and uh, we know there's gonna be hugs hugs flying everywhere. And <laughs> I, I want to be first in line. I'm looking forward to it, buddy. Thank all you. Right, you. Thank you, guys. So all you gotta do is look at me, and I'm coming at you. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right, Johnny. Thank you for joining us, Jen. Thank you for joining us. We love you guys. Happy birthday yet again. Yes, happy. Uh, birthday get some get some uh, good rest and and keep on that routine and we're looking forward to seeing you in person take care have a good night guys thank you thanks for having us yeah good of night. course see you good night
Yeah, Johnny and Jen McRae. How incredible. When you said it was his birthday, I didn't realize it was his 50th birthday. Yeah. I for Johnny felt a little older, and it's probably the beard um, to me, because I'm thinking like, oh, my God, I'm 45. He had his heart attack at 49. We're not far off of that, Miller. No, and you know, uh, that, I feel it, like the, he was talking right into my eyes, I looking think, into my eyes and talking into my so, eyes. Yeah. It's time to get me, on top of some of my uh, my health me, concerns as well. You and, I, me, I you and me both. You and me both. Yeah. Um, it... Uh, I remember talking to Jen last year and uh, we had a quick conversation and she was kind of, I don't, I would say confiding, but expressing how excited Johnny was to be able to do what he's doing and compete at the age of 50 to be a viable mm-hmm. MPO competitor yeah. at that age. And, you know, that I want to say that was in October, September, October, and we were kind of thinking ahead about what was to come. Obviously, this very significant um, you know, setback and 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 hurdle that has come about, but has also, I think, at the same time, provided so much uh, clarity and then inspiration that comes as a result of it. And it's, uh, yeah, it's incredible. So, thanks for joining us, Johnny. Thanks for uh, being here on your birthday and and spreading the love and the positivity. And of course, that's exactly what the board continues to echo. I think the. I mean, the MPO field right now is stacked. It, it's as good of a competition as it has ever been. But there's got to be some guys looking at Johnny thinking, all that guy's been doing is putting. He's going to be a danger inside that <laughs> circle. That's the last thing I want to deal with is Johnny McRae uh, being a phenomenal putter. Yeah, I was just going to say, I, I I think they were worried about that well before. Um, but yes, to to see him be able to dedicate some time and, and go through this healing process, probably refine and strengthen some skills he already had. And it sounds like, understandably, it's just going to be a, a matter of a little bit of that overall endurance which is sure. totally understandable. Yeah, I mean, but to be walking around uh, twenty five pounds lighter, I'm certainly envious of that as well. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> what do you say, forty between the two of them, forty five or something like yeah. that between the two of them? Congratulations on that. Uh, yeah, I had something in my head I was going to say, and now it's jumped out. Okay, but. well that's all right. <laughs> it won't be your last time. <laughs> oh no, certainly. <laughs> um, so thank you again for joining us. That is probably. Uh, I feel like it was overdue probably anyway um, to have him join, but worked out really well on a night like tonight. Also, I, I one thing that I was a, a moment that came in and out of my brain while talking to him was thinking about what we're also seeing from the likes of Scott Stokely. Stokely, obviously, we've seen his get into, you know, what could be the fittest uh, he's ever been in his life, which is also awesome to see. And then out there competing week in and week out. Excuse me, not necessarily having the results that, you know, we see from Johnny McRae on any given weekend, but just the fact that Scott is out there playing MPO, doing what he's doing, battling with the players that he is, and on any given weekend has the skill sets to put it together is also very incredible to see. It's it's pretty crazy what's going on in the world of disc golf, and it's not always just all the, the little young bucks getting it done. All right, speaking of... Uh, I was going to say young bucks, goats, other things taking place. I think we had a we had a tournament going on this last weekend that surprisingly a, there was a, you nor I had any part of, which 
is somewhat abnormal to have a large scale, a couple of large scale events going on this weekend that in in no post-production, no live, no silver series, no uh, any of that capacity. A couple tournaments this weekend. Johnny, you, should we recap uh, what we saw on uh, a few of the the A tiers, the super tours, as we called them in the early 2000s? The super tours. The super tours. Wow. We're going. Yeah, we are going back. That's some yeah, old, there, that's an old one for you guys. There, there Check was, with your dad. There was actually a lot of <laughs> super tours. <laughs> OK. This weekend um, we had uh, real quick. And you know what? We, we used to do a lot of this when there was no PDGA broadcast or podcast they got this under control now so we're just gonna probably thank one or two of the winners uh the 303 open out of colorado kyle klein takes that one down in mpo beating out uh joel freeman for second i believe defending open. his title Def- uh, i believe yep. he beat eagle by a stick last year at that event yeah there was no i don't know eagle but I'm no, no eagle and i don't believe any joe revere yeah, I believe Kyle though in in the yeah, oh no, the Joe was there. He was the he just place. wasn't in the top three, Sorry. which had us which both is, shocked. Yeah, which <laughs> had me shocked. Uh, and open women, Rebecca Cox taking down her first win of the season, okay. followed up by Deanne Carey and Diesel. Sammy Diesel, uh, Sammy Joe Guerrero. So congratulations, yeah, Sammy Joe, for the three hundred three Colorado. Um, yep, the Lexington Open in Lexington, Kentucky. An event you and I have played. Played in Lexington one, this, Lexington Open one, and yeah. Lexington Open two. Yeah, this is we played this is those. the twenty four Lexington Open twenty four. <laughs> you and I played in one and two uh, on on a spring break uh, trip. Jeepers! Holy cow, you're old. Uh, yeah, I know. Trust me. <laughs> uh, taking first place was Tyler Horn shooting twenty eight under par, taking home fifteen hundred and forty one dollars. Second place was Sam Lee taking home $1,179. The open women, Macy Valadez, stepping off the Pro Tour circuit, because there was not one, uh, taking that one down over Holly Finley. Holly okay. Finley taking second place. So congratulations to both of those women. Uh, we're moving moving on down to, we'll go with over in another A tier, over in Leeds, Leedsburg, Virginia. Leedsburg, Virginia. The odds number four blue chip technologies presents the Loco Open eleven. You and I played in the Loco Open no, never. Ne- never. We never have. We're not yeah. Eleven. That's too new for us. Yeah. Uh, uh Nick Carl taking that one down nice. um, from uh Matt Nick fame. You know? Just Ah, uh, that, that's all he's for. That's all he's known for. I was going to say all, all around fame. <laughs> so congratulations, Nick Carl, uh, taking that one down over Zach Shiley and Matt Hammerstein tied for second place. So congratulations, Nick, $1,200 open women, Elaine King, $1,200 for open women. Congratulations uh, on a field of five beating. Dang. Yeah. Beating Michelle. Dang, Fra- dang. Yeah. Michelle Frazier by nine strokes, who still took down $860. So that's con- some ridiculous that's FPO some payout. Great uh, payout. That's some great payout cash. in general. So nice work uh, to the, the crew. The Lower Peninsula Open over in Dexter, Michigan. We saw Robert Burridge take this one over Tim Barham. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then in the Open Women, Sandy Hendel beating Chantel Badinsky. So congratulations. Yeah, a couple of, couple of uh, Canadians coming into play in the... Uh, Michigan there. Mm-hmm. I think they're both Canadian. <laughs> uh, they, they, they are, actually. Uh, I believe here we have something overseas, over in Helsinki, Finland. Henrik Hagman wins over Anders Sward. 
I'm sure it's totally pronounced properly. You got that. Uh, and the open women. Ah, oh, this one's going to wreck me. <laughs> Sophie Bjorlike uh, winning over Josephine Johansson. So I'm, I'm done with that one. Congratulations She's to them. She's texting you right now. <laughs> just, I can't believe you messed Fire up. Fire emoji. Uh, running down to the city of you Mobile. You just click on that little trophy. Uh, I want You're to open it. me crazy. No, I want to open it in a new tab so I can easily go back. So I don't have to click it. If I click on it, it, it doesn't open in a new tab. Okay. I want it in a new tab. Um, anyway, <laughs> that's why I do it. Trust me. I know I can click on those okay. things, but okay. I want to open it in a new okay, tab. Okay, fair too. enough. You can uh, right click on the trophy and then hit open a new tab too. Well, it's difference when you right-clicking on Nothing. the trophy or the name of the event. <laughs> so there you go, Terry I Miller. Don't, don't question my tech skills, Terry Miller. Uh, the City of Mobile Championships, Matt Oram taking this one over Sullivan Tipton. That's a name I don't know if I've ever heard before, Sullivan Tipton. He's a 1,008-rated player, but he beat out Cameron Colglazer in third. So clearly having a great weekend, shooting 32 under par. But Matty O took home $1,252. Open women, Amelia Marshall. Oh, Emmy. Yep. I know Emmy. Well, good, good. Uh, second place was uh, Denae or Denise Shepard. So congratulations to both of them. And finally, uh, saving this one for Lots of super tours this weekend. Yes, lots of super tours this weekend. The Challenge at Goat Hill, formerly a Silver Series event. Okay. This one had uh, a, couple, a few more bigger names, we'll say. Uh, but winning this one by a single stroke was Alden Harris winning over Luke Sampson. So Luke continuing to play, beating out Drew Gibson in third. So congratulations to Alden. Kind of keeping that uh, that good play rolling from the last week or a few weeks, actually. Jonesboro, yep. Um, and they open women, own Scoggins. A little bit, I would say, not a huge surprise, but a little bit of a surprise at Goat Hill over Jen Allen. Only because it is known as a long throwers course as opposed to a, a more accuracy based course we'll say um and jen clearly having the giant arm that she has um can throw a mile well she throws far she doesn't have a giant arm. no she literally has one giant <laughs> arm it's 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 awkward nobody talks to her about it uh yeah everyone just kind of <laughs> she's got a name for her yeah. giant arm <laughs> uh, I, 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 and so owen takes this one over jen allen and now Maria just Oliva. just to appease me Okay, appease you, Terry. I I feel like there was an own upset at this event either last year or the year before. Own has won this two out of three I years. I believe she has. Just for giggles, click on own and tell me. Well, own didn't win it last year because that was Lisa Fakus who couldn't attend. Correct. We saw a post um, due to her van. So I guess I'm not thinking yep. of last Goat year. Hill, she was second last year at Goat Hill. Okay, she did and finish in, second there in the year in, before. In the year before... Doesn't, I don't believe she played. Uh, 2020, they didn't probably have one in California. Yeah. Correct. Uh, okay, 2019. She was she first or second? Uh, I don't see it in here. So I don't know. If, I don't know if it was around in 2019 after that. Oh. Hmm. So. Either way. Anyway, so you were wrong, but that's mm-hmm. okay. She, she, I'm going to do my own research. Go ahead and do I a little research. No, I, or the PDGAs, apparently. So congratulations. <laughs> uh let it be known that Terry does not trust the PDGA. In 2020, she won. She won it. In tw- June of oh, 2020, right. the challenge at Go Hill. You're right. She did. So. Either way, I still think it's an upset. 
because it's a big long. Oh no, I'm course. not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying it's funny to think that she has played well at this long course, this long open course, over Jen Allen, who has been playing has very a well. Lately. Advantage. Yeah, Jen won in 2019, own in 2020, and now 2022. So it's you know it's been a two woman race there over the last few years. Okay, so that was a bunch of the action that took place around the country this weekend. And uh, yeah, n- next weekend. Holy cow. Are we are we back on track? Kind of. No. We're, we have a silver series event this upcoming weekend. We do. In this, the Masters Cup, right? It, it is the Masters Cup over in De La. So we're, we're seeing a lot of players kind of migrate over there. A lot of them like this event. It's a unique course. It's a classic course, uh, regardless of some of the changes that have been made up and and you're starting to see more social media from the players that are getting there and playing and getting warmed up some some people for their first time others probably for their 30th time so uh and that is on friday may 13th through the 15th that is an a tier other a tiers coming up is uh the rumble over in illinois event you have been to a few times uh we see the kitsap classic over in washington and uh it looks like the Huck Central presented by Southern Wesleyan University over in South Carolina. Central South Carolina. Central. Which is actually a city. Yes. Yeah, which Central is just confusing. Is, Central say. is the name of the city. It's not in Central South Carolina. Exactly. Unless Central South Carolina is in the center of the state. No, it's not. Well, then that is very confusing. <laughs> it is very confusing. <laughs> we, we covered it last year. Yeah. Uh, and it sounds like they have some great stuff going on. Best of luck to you guys. Um, and but the, yeah. And as well as the 31st Capital of Texas Open presented by Mint Discs in Austin. Another A tier. And then after that, obviously, we start going back on to our elite series events but yes we do have a few we got a silver uh, not so yeah we have a silver series as well as a few super tours should we bring try to bring back super tour should we make it a thing get that uh that uh i don't want to say it back in the vernacular the yeah just make that part of the it's not really a tour anymore so it was barely a tour before it was more a designation super, super tour was kind of the tour before the nt series showed up well and when the nt series showed up it kind of became relegated to just a bunch of big a tiers that were called super tours and then the term just kind of vanished i felt like i don't know super tour sounds great to me i like super tour we'll go with that we're gonna call them super um <laughs> also this weekend uh i have the pleasure of teaming up with uh matt graham over from the Nick and Matt show, famously, I mean, he's made famous. The more famous of Nick. one, the more famous. <laughs> no, he's been made famous because of Nick. Are you play. sure? I thought Nick I was so. made famous because no, of no, Matt. no, 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 no. Or anyway, Matt was made famous because of Nick. Uh, Matt's going to be helping me out, <laughs> and we're going to be at Maple Hill this weekend. And uh, the, uh, Steve Dodge has put together a college invitational. I guess is the easiest way I would kind of summarize that: a college invitational event. And looking forward to providing some coverage of that this weekend that will not be live but uh looking forward to doing some filming and putting out some content based around that as they'll be taking on various layouts at excuse me the maple hill course so looking forward to that uh and getting out to that it's it's a very odd time of year i've never been to i've been to maple hill in june and maybe July and obviously August and September because he keeps changing the tournaments all around, uh, but never this early in the year. So I'm I'm excited to see how things look and see if it plays a little bit easier. Just think about the foliage that is foliage that's not on the trees 
at this time of year in May. So either way, should be a lot of fun. Alan Risley plugging his event, saying this. No, C- he's not. C- he wouldn't C-C-G do that. coverage of the challenge at Goat Hill is very entertaining. It came down to the final hole. No spoilers. Oh, my oh, wait, I already gosh. It. Well, I don't know. He didn't say MPO or FPO. So watch them both. Yeah. I don't know which is which, which happened. There you go. All right. <laughs> CP Hamill's out on the board. Good to see you. Um, I feel like there was some other random news that I can't remember any there, of which because I was going to write it down, but I didn't today. Well, uh, you got anything off the PDGA front page that's uh, of of note or worth mentioning? Lots more approved discs, which lo- is nothing a few new, approved right? discs. Oh, ratings update today. Oh, my yes, God. Yes, that's oh what God. I was going to say. Oh, I was going to tell you. Um, oh, don't spoil it. I didn't there's look. There's the player. Uh, we have a new highest rated player. Okay. Do you, do you know who it is? Uh, like someone who's never been the highest rated player before? I didn't say that. Okay, you said a new highest rated player, mm-hmm. but you didn't say it's co-highest rated. So I'm going to assume that they're on their own. I, I would just think going off sheer recency, Calvin would have to come to mind. Apparently Paul McBeth is your highest rated player right now. 1052. Ricky Wysocki's at 1051. Eagles at 1060. That dude didn't even cash last week. Oh my God. I hate the ratings. Ratings are flawed. Paul McBeth didn't even cash. Um, I'm sure his last round obviously didn't even count. I'm I'm sure they probably. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Well, wait, his fourth round. Oh, man. Now I feel bad. All the Paul haters. Paul, don't, don't text me and scream at me. Or do it. I don't. Let's care. not get Paul on our bad side. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> crazy. Yeah. It honestly is a little shocking, just because of recency bias. Exactly. You think, you think, oh, he hasn't really been playing well, but he did win Waco, and he he's rel- been relatively solid. He, he had that one good round at WR Jackson. Yeah, uh, pretty impressive one. For, yeah, almost along a, with a couple of other an almost eleven hundred rated round. Uh huh. So yes. Okay. So Paul McBeth is your current highest rated player at ten. 10- 52. Okay. Which I, uh, was again, I obviously a little surprised. I know you wouldn't. That's why I asked you. <laughs> and you didn't guess it, which is why I asked you. I wanted to make you look I still stupid. won't guess it next week either. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, we'll see how he plays at Dela. <laughs> I don't even know if he's playing Dela. I'd assume so. He usually does. But upcoming events. I could probably just click on this and look. He, yes, he is. He is playing Dela. I think he's only won it like four or five times. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. I mean, uh, one cool thing we saw out there uh, was uh, released today was a little throwback to Avery Jenkins and Steve Rico going at spoiler going into a playoff at the Masters Cup. <laughs> Are you really spoiling day. like a 2009 or something event? <laughs> I know. Um, but anyway, they, they released uh, the we'll say the playoff uh, at least as a separate piece today, which is great. I mean, it's it's clearly unfortunate that many people today, you know, here's my old man speech, but just many people don't know or recognize or remember or never knew just how good the likes of Steve Rico are, who's clearly a legend in the game, the likes of Avery Jenkins, your 2009 world champion. Like you hear and see these names, but they're not on lead cards week in and week out. And it's so they're not it's, playing anymore. It, yeah, they're not playing as much. And they don't dominate the way they once did, or they don't perform quite as well as they once did. Therefore, they're they're very quickly now have been either forgotten or, or 
passed over. But when you think of an era where Johnny V and I were either playing against them or at least we were on the same course as them, we weren't really playing oh, them God, at that we, point. You and I, uh, but I don't think we've ever played against those guys. Exactly. So point being, um, it, it, it's great to see those uh, moments uh, kind of refreshed in our mind and in our memory and show other people, hey, these these were the the McBeths and the Wysockis before there were the McBeths and the Wysockis. And these were the Dosses and the guys that challenged the Climos and the Schultzes and that whole other era that was just largely before a lot of, you know, a lot of the newest fans came along. Highest rated FPL players right now tie with Paige Pierce and Kristen Tatar. Now that doesn't, that doesn't really shock me too much. No. 981 right now. Dang. So we're, and I feel like that's a one point decline for page and maybe a three point increase for uh kristen something if, like that if i uh yeah one point decline for page it is it's, yep on the top it's, it shows it it shows it also yep. hey, Andrew, hey. and okay and what about kristen was she 978 i feel like prior to this she oh, went she up once she was 980. 980 okay all right which Again, those are all very, very minute differences in the big picture for sure. But interesting nonetheless to me. Can I, can I, uh, I should probably rant about ratings though. No, it is. I just feel like it's necessary. No, every time we don't, you don't need to rant <laughs> literally every time we mention the word ratings. <laughs> okay. So, but what Tim Quartz wants to talk about mm-hmm. is the biggest news that we saw blowing up social media. Your ace at Valley View. Oh my gosh! I, I mean, granted, the camera does it's so shrink easy. holes. I mean, that hole looked like it was like one forty, one sixty, or something. I know. But clearly, it was. It was I mean, like it had three, three fifteen at least. Three, you saw how lightly I tossed it. <laughs> now I believe it's one sixty eight. Yes, uh, or one sixty four. I apologize. I don't want to give myself too much credit. Well, one hundred sixty four feet. Uh, and what was so funny about it, really, in particular, is uh, the night, just the night, what was it, a couple nights How many nights times before? have you aced that hole? Probably half dozen? Uh, uh, maybe. I don't even yeah. know if I would say that many. Maybe, yeah, maybe three, four, five. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Maybe a half dozen. Um, I've never aced that hole. We, uh, my, I've my chained bigger, out so many times on that My much hole. bigger claim to fame, as I then shared with Andy from Midi Disc Golf, my much bigger claim to fame was, I think I had gone something like 30 or 40 consecutive league nights without um, parring it by simply by deucing it. I, hmm. You play that course for twos. Well, if you're playing competitively in league anyway. Um, and I never really run at aces or anything like that. And so just g- counting on that as a birdie, that one and the next one, which is also very easy. See, the next one, it, well, it depends on the pin placement yeah. for that one because it's got a few. It's, it's, it's a little, right and left. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, and just those left, are f- yeah. four and five at that course. They're all relatively easy. Some, yes. are, some are a little more difficult, but four and five on that touchy. course are two holes that you absolutely should birdie every time you're, you feel terrible if you don't. And so my much bigger accomplishment by far is getting that whole like an entire year of 30 consecutive weeks in league and then having it spill over into the next year and getting it x amount of times whatever the number was that that is far more impressive to me than uh, ringing it up for an ace once but yes it was uh so anyway right before we went out and played this was all due to ricky ricky saying hey when's the last time you played and i decided that i was gonna go get a quick round in as i've told others if i'm gonna play today tomorrow or the next day or anytime 
I'm not trying to go find Wisconsin or Milwaukee's toughest course and and trudge my way through a course shooting well or not. It just doesn't appeal to me at this stage. That's something I want to work into. If I haven't thrown a disc in two or three or six months, whatever the number's been, the last thing I want to do is be like, hey, where's the toughest course? I want to go take that on. That sounds like fun. <laughs> so it's it's a it's a easy fallback to go to a relatively easy course. This is one that I happen to have played thousands of times and ran league at for more than 10 years. And so it's kind of my default if I'm going to go. Tr- and it's also relatively it's, easy then and quick to get around in. It is. It, it, the around there takes. I mean, if, if you're by yourself, you can get around in and possibly... 45 minutes. Oh, less than that. Yeah, I, I would, depending on how busy the course is. Y- yeah, I would say 30 to 35 at yeah. most. I think I ran it once in like 14 and shot like 12 or 13 under and ran the course with two discs. You heard him right. Yeah. Ran. I ran it. <laughs> and you could see you could see me actually doing it. It was after a league night that I ran. Uh, we ran, We had league night and then I went out and then played the course and you can see someone because it's kind of on a lower area from the parking lot. You can see a person uh, playing throughout almost the entire way. You could see most of the holes. And so I think I I know I shot double digits with two discs running the course in under 12 or 14 minutes, mm-hmm. whatever it was. So it's a very easy course. And don't play down your your huge accomplishment <laughs> here, Terry. <laughs> And Andy, it's the ace that blew up the world. Andy from MIDI had said, he's like, yeah, there's just not like a lot of you playing out there. Like it's just film wise. Like, yeah, it's it, he's like, is that on purpose? I'm like, no, it's just, it's not a concern of mine. And then we had gotten to that hole and he's like, well, do you care if I film? I'm like, no, I don't care. Whatever. It doesn't matter. And yeah, ace heard round the world. That's what I mean. It blew up social media. I saw at least four people tweet about it. <laughs> It was one. It was it was my single most favorited tweet I've ever put out. So okay. I'll, I'll take that. Um, it's what's funny to me. <laughs> please move on from this. Oh God, no! I want to milk this subject here. There's nothing more that I want no, to do. What is than genuinely talk about- funny is the amount of people that had no idea I threw freaking discs. Yeah, like well, period. Yeah. Like, I, I don't take this as any huge accomplishment by any means. I've got 50 aces, half coming from this course. It's the amount of people like, I didn't know Terry threw discs. Like, that. those responses were the most amusing. Which is me. funny to me because not that anyone should know, but no one gets in our sport that doesn't throw discs. Like, can you think of a single person who is involved in our sport who doesn't eh, there play? There might be some media people. There might be a few. Mm, I think all of them at some point have have joined media because they've played at some point. Yeah, probably. Like, I just don't think someone's looking out like, huh, disc golf, eh? That looks like a sport I can really get into and make some cash. <laughs> I can really sink my teeth <laughs> into all the money's there. Yeah, you're right. I, I just think that everybody has at some point played, enjoyed it for whatever reason. So, all, all right. Someone says John Hauk. No, what I, I, John Hauk y- John Hauk's like a world yeah. champion freestyler slash maybe yeah, what he, regular world cha- disc golf world champion yeah, he, no he, he, he may not play anymore but he he has played and John Hauk's he's a OG guy. from like the 80s yeah playing disc golf yeah I, I, I don't think Hauk plays anymore no but. but maybe not but yeah John very much a disc golfer <laughs> uh no Jamie Thomas does play I mean, so, he doesn't ace as often as I do. Clearly not. <laughs> yeah, Jamie plays. Yep. Yeah, I'll, he's a lefty. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. 
Tyler Brickley doesn't know how to throw. Now Tyler, that no, Tyler Brickley is a phenomenal human being and a and the best disc golfer that probably I know. And he's helping me get a basket. Oh, so mm. th- this is not a paid advertisement for Tyler Brickley. But uh, speaking of paying, are we bl- are we officially publicly blaming Tyler for our Patreon disc f up? Oh, I am. Okay, are, so are let you? me get into this. Oh. So. Uh, oh, yeah. So everybody, so just so you know, uh, with the pandemic, it was a lot more difficult to di- to get discs. So they're 2021 discs that for our Patreon supporters, um, I-, I designed a nice little clean stamp, very simple, nothing fancy because I'm not a designer. Sent it to Terry. Terry said, looks fine to me. Let's order them. We went to DGA and I, I left it to Terry because Terry's the disc man. He orders all the stuff. He, he has all the connections. Um and uh and yes yeah, so we're like, awesome let's let's order these discs for our patreon supporters it's going to take a while because everybody's backed up because of you know the whole uh pandemic thing and then terry so the stamp has been sent off uh our friends at dga uh graciously say they're willing and able to work with us for it love uh love i think em. as you may be said you the disc arrived uh pretty prompt fashion we thank them very much yes. for all of that they all arrived they're all paid for everything's ready to go ready for you to autograph them me to autograph them then we get them shipped out to you guys and as you were saying you uh came across them last weekend and yep. we're autographing them to which you realize that <laughs> i literally so there's there's 140 or 130 of them i take them out i kind of Look at them. Cool. Cool discs. Start signing them. Um, um, uh, we're watching. I think we're watching finishing up watching Severance at the time. My wife and I. And I'm sitting on the living room floor signing them, stacking them, signing them, stacking them. Go through 100. Put them back in the box. Got about 20 or 30 more, 40 more, whatever it is. Pull them out of the box. Sign them. Sign them. 10 left. We're killing it. And I take a moment to actually look at the stamp. What does the stamp say? 2022 patreon supporter disc and i shake my head and i go wait what 20 2022 and that's not right it should be 2021 these are last these are for our 2021 supporters the people that support us through 2021 even if you're not a patreon supporter anymore we go back and look and be like oh you were a patreon supporter in 2021 you you know if you're x amount of months or whatever we send you a disc we understand things change maybe you're not a supporter right now but you were when it counted when you asked and then i start thinking did i screw that up there's a really good chance i screwed that up really good i I sent i sent the stamp to terry uh terry sent it on to dga i bet you i put 2022 because you know uh, even though i know i did it back in december i looked at the date and i was like oh man i'm totally messed up i go through my my notes i go no i didn't it says 2021 on the stamp i sent terry Terry clearly screwed it up. That was my thought. Terry, what the heck did you do? Yeah, I took exactly what you sent. <laughs> I forwarded it on to our friend. Not Tyler Brickley and friends, just Tyler Brickley. And he tried to make some magic happen. And Tyler said, you know, these guys are great. I'm going to do them a solid and I'm going to update their stamp for them. <laughs> <laughs> and Tyler put 2022 on it and they sent it off to the stamper and so long story long your your continued delay is 100 percent squarely on the shoulders of tyler brickley that's right he's still my friend i still love him dearly eh. um but eh. it what it does mean 
is that we have the 2022 Patreon supporter discs already ordered and ready. So they will go out this year. We will be ahead of the game. We will game. be ahead that of is, the game for that, 2022. That is the one, is the one uh, positive takeaway. Uh, but yes, another stamp is in the works. And I, I, I debated because I looked at that and I go, oh my gosh. And Tim is saying, just send us 2022 and then go back for 2022 and send us 2021. And I was like, ah, they're different. <sighs> You know, some people maybe, like I said, still aren't supporters. I want to make sure everybody has what what <laughs> what they should get. I thought about you know having a, a funny stamp for our next year, like a cross out and twenty twenty two V two or something. But I think we're just going to order very similar stamp. Go with twenty twenty one, reorder them, get them sent out, and uh, and then probably come December or maybe first thing in January, we'll send out the twenty twenty two ones. We don't have to. We don't even have to order them now, and they're signed by me. All right, uh, yeah. So we're, we're way ahead. We're literally months ahead of schedule for now, next year. The only way we. Uh, we botch this up, Terry, <laughs> is if you guys out there all sign up at the $3 level to patreon.com slash smashbox TV. And if you sign up now, there's plenty of months uh, around yet where you qualify for the uh, exclusive collector series disc for Smashbox, our Patreon supporter disc. So now if a whole bunch of people signed up, like, you know, 30 or 40 of them at the $3 level, <laughs> All we would have to, I mean, we would have to go back and maybe order some more mm. and that, but that would wreck us. Yeah. We but don't we would that. do it for you. <laughs> we would do it for you. Uh, speaking of other discs. So that, that is, that's the update. So we apologize. Uh, blame uh, Tyler. Speaking of other things. Well, Tyler's in California right now. He's not. <laughs> we saw for the master's cup. And, and normally I think a one single disc drop isn't typically news. However, the Sexton Firebird has an exception to that. And earlier tonight, for the first time, can I go on forever? Earlier tonight, I, I don't know if it was six thirty or seven thirty. I forget the exact time. Sexton Firebirds were made available for the first time here in twenty twenty two. Again, normally a disc drop isn't, we'll say, newsworthy in my opinion. There's lots of them by lots of companies. However, uh, there is a special place in in disc golf collector world uh, for Sexton Firebirds, uh, may, maybe of which, you know, I'm one that owns some as well. So pro uh, and uh, the, the real rumor is after I had gotten in and got mine. And then I decided to re up a little bit and I got some more. The fact that there were still some available 30 or 35 minutes later was unheard of. I can't even find them on the... Well, they, they're now they're probably entirely... Well, I would have thought they would maybe still be... I wanted, to, I wanted to see the uh, the stamp. What, what the oh, stamp it's a new... Uh, as Every year, it's a new stamp, but oh, that's why I uh, Sexton, yeah, Sexton posted it in the Sexton Collector Group. So the fact that they were available 30 minutes later means one of two things. The demand is down, which... Would not be surprising in our current economic environment. Mm-hmm. But, or probably. Or more than likely, Innova dropped a whole bunch of them. Um, and people didn't realize how many that were actually dropped. Because those things usually sell out in minutes. And so if they were available 30 minutes later, my guess is Innova dropped a whole bunch of them. Uh, yes, just an absolutely absurd amount of them is is what maybe people are or just for some reason took forever uh, for people to find them. Uh, this is the new stamp, which um, 
It just took, again, it could have taken people forever to find them and then, or people got in and didn't order nearly as many as they normally would in their first order, whatever the case might be. It's, I think there, I think there were certainly just more than ever before. And there's been a lot of hype around things like the Halo Polecat. Those, some of those were released yesterday, uh, another offering of those. And, um, just out of the blue today. Cause I mean, I think everyone just, that is a big, uh, Sexton collector thinks like, Oh, when are they going to drop? Cause you truly have no idea. Nor does Nate even. And, or he lies really well about it. He, he, I think he genuinely doesn't well, he, know. I, I would love to. And I think he'd be honest with us. I don't think he knows, but my guess is that they warn him right before it happens. Like, Hey, we're going to drop these tomorrow. We're going to drop. No, these I, in an, I don't think he knows that. Really? I genuinely do not believe I genuinely believe him when he says he doesn't know. That's interesting. Yeah, it is. And not that, again, normally I would say if you're Innova, you probably want to tell a player like, hey, we're going to drop, we'll just say Garrett Gerthy. We're going to drop your Halo Star Wraiths tomorrow. You know, uh, maybe think at like two o'clock, maybe think about putting out a social media post to pump them up. But with the Sex and Firebirds, you need no social media to pump them. They're going to sell. Ryan Pilcher thinks that they offered way more than they normally do for the first drop. There'll probably be other drops. There usually are, but you never know. Maybe, maybe it's uh, a, maybe that's why there were so many. It's a big fat one and done. But yeah, and and due to timing, um, last year it actually took me till the third drop before I got any myself. Mm and uh tonight there were a lot of people that certainly had their opportunity so and you ordered a thousand of them <laughs> i mean that's kind of just rude. under one of my accounts <laughs> there's a limit and no. it's weird that you asked me to order a thousand too <laughs> I, I don't understand terry uh must be nice yeah uh oh I, okay yeah here we go here now I, i'll click at it for you anyway oh th- there it is for you johnny yeah yeah i saw that uh, on the um, actual page uh, no, I didn't oh, see on the actual page. Okay. I saw it on your screen. All right. So whatever. Just just passing that along. It's it's become one of those coveted blue discs. chip coveted, you know, specific, very specific collector items. And of course, there's tons of other great discs made by tons of manufacturers. That one um, I, ha- has just become, you know, in a leak of its own. I have one Sexton Firebird and it's from this year's Las Vegas event. Mm you should get more. Mm, I'm not a collector. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, real quick, I'm going to throw out a plug or two for... I'm going to go out and play around at uh, Fountain Hills with just that. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Uh, I'll follow you. <laughs> in a swimsuit? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, real quick, uh, for those that are, again, in the Midwest area, or you're really bored and you don't have a life and you, you think it would be fun... Uh, the Skyline Classic that I am in charge of taking place in about 11 days. Uh, we opened up registration last week. Quite a few people have registered. It's more than 60% full on both days, which honestly feels like a really solid showing already uh, for the simple fact that we have such a huge capacity. I think we have 288 total available spots. Um but uh, playing two courses in southeastern Wisconsin, two very uh, well-liked courses uh, with a pretty substantial player pack and then some for all the amateurs. And then, of course, it'll meet all the B-tier standards and be a stop on the Wisconsin tour. So Skyline Classic, that's taking place next weekend. There are still spots available. 
there's another, excuse me, another great event going on about three hours north that's playing opposite days of what mine is. So the, the amateurs, for instance, play on Saturday at my event. They play in Sunday, two hours north, also at another great course. And then uh, all the other divisions flip-flop those two days. So uh, there are spots still available if you want to come play the Skyline Classic. And I hear the likes of Ryan Pilcher dedicated smashy he's going to be present so is he gonna be signing discs this time i heard he was at a table we'll have to set something up separate for him okay so we'll uh, we'll make sure that happens as well all right johnny do you have anything else here that we need to add in the regular show because i know as soon as we log off i'll think of things that should have been added but do you have anything else Mm, i don't believe so just want to no reason give a huge thank you to tyler brickley and dga (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you shell <laughs> you shell they he he messes up and we you still mm. yeah, tyler try and bribe me he's not bribing me I, let's I, see if it works he's not trust me he's no not. let's try oh well, let's i mean try yeah. to make it work no the, i will take it the, the only thing i'm i'm uh my understanding is that i'm uh i'm, I'm just i'm it's nice because baskets are very hard to get a hold of right now so they're helping me out in that aspect. Mm, okay. Mach 7s. I, I am want. not sharing any of my baskets. No. I mean, I, as I've said on the podcast before, the last thing I want to do is be under your thumb for a basket <laughs> because I would say, Terry would be like, you want a basket for your backyard? Cool. And he would show up with like nine and be like, well, if you take one, you got to take the other eight because I never know when I'm going to need them. So you have to find a place to store them too. That's a good call. Johnny, I do have a lot of, you have a lot of baskets and uh, there's no way that I want to be your storage facility. <laughs> That's no fun. All right, guys, we're going to call it. We appreciate the heck out of all of you joining us. We can't we say enough about, Johnny McRae and Jen joining us. Happy birthday to Johnny. Happy birthday. There's a ton of disc golf birthdays out there today that I uh, remembered seeing on the Facebooks. Uh, So happy birthday to everybody. And if it's your birthday anytime in the next six days before we say it next week, happy birthday to you as well. But um, we're going to call it for the regular show. We're going to join you guys again in the after show. That's where we talk about anything random. Believe it or not, more random than what we just experienced. Who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? But uh, thanks for joining us. That was podcast 402 for Johnny V and myself, Terry Miller, the disc golf guy. We'll see you guys in the after show when you step inside the smash box. Thank you to our $2 and above patrons. Your name is listed below in the credits. If you are interested in being listed as a producer in the Smashbox TV credits and supporting this and other fine podcasts, please visit patreon.com slash Smashbox TV. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.